0: So today I'm gonna to teach you about networking and it's a everything I'm gonna teach you is either from my own experiences or a book that I've been reading recently titled Never Eat Alone. And so if you wanna network, if you're at the position in life right now where you're not at the beginning stages of your self-improvement journey, you're not at the beginning stages. You've advanced somewhat, you've gained like a good level of success, you've built yourself up to be a good man, a successful man. And now you want to meet like minded men. I can't encourage that enough. Like, it may be the single fastest way to actually level up is just meet other guys who are doing good shit and start collaborating with them. It's almost like a secret tactic that the hordes of average men don't really know about because they only spend time with average men. You see this a lot in the YouTube influencer space where people will collab with each other. You've seen me do this with Sneaker, with First Man, everything. It's such a powerful tactic that is not used, which is to network with other successful people and then to essentially share wisdom and value to each other, particularly if you're all on social media like you see with um what's happening with like, you know, me and other careers right now. Before we begin, I have to give you the disclaimer and I also have to sort of enlighten you in case you didn't realise right now. The single most important aspect of networking with successful people is to become successful yourself. And I know that's the unsexy answer and you wanted like some quick tip that you could quickly implement, but you have to become successful yourself to be attractive to some other guy who's also built up a good level of success. It's better if it's not in the same kind of like realm of success as the other people have. So it's sometimes there's a benefit to, for example, being in a completely different industry and then getting in touch with someone who's in a separate industry and wanting to like collab with them and share ideas together. But you need to bring something to the table. The majority of guys who talk about being lonely, who talk about wanting to like spend time with other guys who want to, increase their network and want to make more friends and everything The majority of guys who feel like this, I know that this sounds heartless, but they bring almost nothing to the table. Like they'd actually be unfun people to spend time with. This is the cold hearted truth. If you think about your friendship right now, if you think about your friend circle, your network right now, that completely demonstrates how much value you bring to other people. No one really wants to talk about this, but if you are, for example, thinking to yourself, like, oh, you know, I'm I'm so so, um, lonely and I've got no friends and there's no one who I'm speaking to, bro. You know, everyone else will give you this like feel good, like lesson of like, oh, well, you know, just believe in yourself, just be yourself. the the truth is if you've got no one around you right now it's because no one wants to be there because you're not that great to be around i had to accept this hard to swallow pill when i went months without speaking to a single person i had to accept that i'm not as great as i think i am one day it just hit me i was like okay if i was as social as confident as happy as i thought i was i would have more friends than i do now it took such a a huge level of humility for me to realize like I'm not that great I don't bring that much to the table and it's from that moment about two years ago where I started to read books on social skills and it opened up my eyes to think like holy fuck I've been doing this all wrong I thought like I was such a social confident guy and then I start actually leveling up my social skills which is going to be a big part of networking with successful people and I realized that I I was doing like a lot of the bad things that is spoken about in like very good social skills books like how to win friends and influence people the first chapter of that is speaking about Never complaining and never condemning others and never criticizing others and I used to do that all the time. But I had this like false level of belief, thinking that oh, I'm I'm so successful because I had a fair amount of like friends in university who we would just go out and like drink with. How many of you know First Man? Spam one if you know the YouTuber First Man. So in cases you don't know him, First Man is another YouTuber who's in my space and he's particularly focused on like business and entrepreneurship for young men and he's. Had a channel for like a few years. He was on a lot of subscribers when I first heard about him. His real life name is Chris and he means a lot to me him and his his youtube channel the learning lessons that he posted he means a lot to me because he is what i may be for you Do you know all this time i've been uploading videos to my channel and i've always seen comments from people saying like oh you know hamza's changed my life and so much has has happened because i've implemented his his advice and i've always loved you know getting that response but i've always had this thing of like come on man like i i need to find someone who i could comment that with i personally need to find some kind of creator some youtuber who i could say he's completely changed my life through just watching his videos and i didn't have that for a very long time up until about a year ago today when i was live streaming on twitch so i've been live streaming for like a year but just very inconsistently because it's not like a big part of my business or anything it's just honestly i'm just doing it for fun someone just randomly just kept on spamming saying go watch first man go watch first man like react to his videos and i saw a couple of his videos on stream and i was like oh this seems interesting so i subscribed and just kept on watching in in the meantime like off the stream you know through my normal day-to-day life and holy fuck his videos were so helpful i literally broke up with two girls Because of him and his mindsets that he put into me and and he drastically increased my standards for relationships I can safely say like he heavily influenced me to become the man I am today to get into the relationship that i'm in today was heavily influenced by the work that he's done Which is literally life-changing. So he's a very like successful entrepreneur. He makes like sixty thousand pounds per month And here I am just you know, I was 24 years old and I just see his youtube channel My youtube subscribers was much higher, but he was a lot more successful just in terms of like business and entrepreneurship I want to talk you through the story of like how him and I became friends because that's quite interesting how did a 24 year old just you know young man become friends with like a successful businessman because I think a lot of you guys watching this would probably be interested in a relationship like a friendship like that as soon as I found him on YouTube I started watching him and didn't really you know think much and you know I commented on some random videos and everything but like some old video or something but nothing really like came out of it but then I started to just mention him in the same way that I do right now where you know I was hyping him up on stream and everything and I was saying like oh shit his, his videos are, are changing my life What was interesting is that my introduction to him like how he found out about me was very easy Like how he wanted to then collab with me simply because people were commenting on his videos telling him about me Like think about that level of, of pre-selection think about that level of power that I almost, that I had in the situation that he was getting comments on his videos speaking about me telling him to do podcasts and collaborations with me think about how nice that actually is how easy it was for me to then kind of have a level of credibility where he knows oh shit like hamza's got followers and everything then i commented on one video which was like a brand new video he made i commented something and he replied saying oh hey hey like hey man so many people have been commenting your name and stuff and i've been looking in. you post some really good stuff then either i or he I think it's probably, maybe me, I'd, whoever it was, one of us emailed the other person, said like, oh, you know, like I've, I've seen your stuff. Let me, let's see if I even have the email. Let's see actually what, what I sent. Nah, I can't, I, I don't know where it is. But like, yeah, I, I emailed him or he emailed me. We ended up just speaking quickly and then just getting each other on WhatsApp. And still today, a year later, we still have like a very good, like working friendship together. He's changed my life. Honestly, he's changed my life forever. He's become like a very good friend of mine. We call each other every now and then. And he's saying like, even though we've never even met in person, he's literally saying like, I've become one of his best friends that he that he like looks up to me, I look up to him. It's been so valuable having a friendship like this. And it literally just started just from like me commenting on his YouTube video. So it goes to show you that there are other aspects involved in this, but it can be as sim- simple as just like reaching out to someone online, and you end up having a life-changing friendship with someone who's extremely successful. Why did that happen? Why did this friendship start and like you know this sort of collaboration start with me and First Man? Because other people were commenting on his YouTube videos too. And I'm sure other people would want to wanted to be friends with him, and other people would have wanted to be be friends with me and someone just said it there will stein prius mutually beneficial partnership that's the exact answer that we needed the reason why me and first Man became friends his name's chris the reason why me and chris became friends is because there was a mutually beneficial partnership straight away as soon as we we spoke to each other both of us kind of knew like oh yeah well if we do a podcast or something together it will perform well so okay there's like value exchanged right there oh he's a successful guy i'm a successful guy he makes more money per month like chris makes more money per per month but my audience on youtube was like three times as big as his so it was like oh shit like we both bring different things to the table but which are still interrelated so there was like a mutual ex- potential exchange of value which really really excites high level successful people so where do you fit into this you personally imagine you wanted to be friends with me would i but genuinely believe there could be a mutual exchange of value or would my brain automatically just conclude like oh no it's, it's a fan because there's been people who who somewhat started as fans you know they just watched my videos but they contacted me somehow they got into my like you know into my um, my face somehow. And instantly I thought of them as like, oh shit, like this could be someone who's a potential friend who I I could gain something. And I know that sounds really like um, bad. And maybe we have to talk about this because this is really controversial to say like, oh, you know, I'll gain something from this person. How many of you think that's a bad thing to say or to think that when you meet someone new, your brain thinks, what can I gain from them? Spam one if you think that's a bad thing to do. Like it's a, you're a bad person if you, if you do think, what can I gain from this person? I'll only want to be friends with this person so if I can gain something from them. Spam one, if you think that's bad and that's selfish and spam two, if you think that's completely normal. I think the majority of people feel uncomfortable with this idea of like speaking about relationships and friendships as like a value exchange. I think the majority of people think it's just, it's heartless. To think of someone and just think to yourself. Okay, what can they do for me? And you know, even all the social skills books They say, okay, don't think this instead flip it round in this positive light and to instead think okay What can you do for them? But you only really want to do for this other person if you somewhat believe that they can some like somewhat do something for you back a lot of people don't understand this It seems like my chat does it seems like my chats uh, clued up on this, but we Someone needs to tell you this and I hope you can believe this. We are all inherently self-interested. If you can realize that simple statement, you will do extremely well in life. We are all self-interested. Now, you know what you're interested in. You know what you want because you've lived in your own brain for a while. But if you just step out of your own shoes for a split second and just ask yourself, okay, we're all self-interested. What are they interested in? What do they want? If you ask questions like this, you will do very well in life. Someone said it there, Belim Valk. There's always some kind of exchange of value. We're all pretty selfish. And even the ones out of us who seem selfless, who are doing like charitable acts, they're even selfish, but on like such a meta hidden level where like someone doing like a charitable act seems selfless but the reason why they're doing that is actually because they're self-interested it's just like a better way to go forward to gain what they actually want for themselves think about the level of person that you want to attract and be friends with what do they want what are they interested in would they want to be friends with you with things like social skills networking and friends and even dating you need to be hit with some fucking harsh truths. you need someone like me to come and tell you and say like you don't bring that much to the table if you're struggling with making friends if you're struggling with meeting girls if you're struggling with, with doing networking or anything, you know, getting people onto your podcast or anything, bro, it, it literally means that you don't bring that much to the table just yet. Either one, you don't bring much value, or two, you just simply haven't put in any kind of effort to, to do this yet. And, and people don't want to hear this. People would love to just be judged on, like, that sort of... You know, that, that shit that we learn in school, where, oh, you know, everyone's valuable, everyone's... Uh, like, we'd love that, but that's not how the world works. Everyone that you speak to, everyone that you look at, everyone that you end up speaking to or that is on youtube they're all self-interested and they're thinking about what you can do for them so what was going through my mind a year ago when i first became friends with first man well it was in my mind okay he's he's got thirty thousand subscribers i've got 100 and something but thirty thousand like that he's got is still a very good number so if we did some level of, of collaboration some podcast or something it would still perform quite well he's a very knowledgeable guy so i want that knowledge i want that wisdom and if me and him end up getting closer and having conversations i knew that that would develop me as a man and that's exactly what happened there was an exchange of value it wasn't just out of the goodness of my heart i remember there was a girl that i dated who called me out on this and called me a, a narcissist for this where i told her like yeah well i care about what people can do for me i said that's human nature and she like you know all these fucking stupid like i I try not to be like offensive and stuff but the one really one thing where i get offensive towards women is when they do this sort of like gaslighting towards men where they start calling them like misogynist narcissistic shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up don't fucking label me with any psychological term that you don't even understand yourself but she's like oh you're you're a narcissist i'm like no it's self-interest there's a difference, and she do, she couldn't understand it, and I like and she couldn't understand that you care about the value that someone can bring into your life because you're providing them value. It's like this fairy tale world that we've been raised in school. So her response, I know this is somewhat different, but her response was like, "Oh, but I'd rather be seen as like a real person rather than just what like the value I can provide to someone." It's like someone's perception of you is based on their perception of what you add or take away from their life. We've got an interesting topic I'm going to speak about. I'm going to tell you how I got onto a podcast alongside Dr. Jordan Peterson. You all know Jordan Peterson here, I assume. He's an extremely famous psychologist, professor of psychology, author, everything. And I got onto a podcast where he has been a guest twice. So the podcast that I got onto is called The Modern Wisdom Podcast, and the host is called Chris Williamson. And I got onto this podcast alongside Jordan Peterson, Jocko Willink, Andrew Huberman, very, very famous people. And I was also a guest on this podcast. How did I get... Like, you know, again, 24-year-old. I'm 25 now, but I think I was 24 when we did this. I, I was 24 years old. I didn't even have, like, a proper camera. I was just taking it from um, my, my phone and everything. I'm hopping onto this call with this guy who's done hundreds of interviews with a bunch of really successful, famous people. How did I get there? I'm going to tell you the story, and it's going to be very interesting because essentially what happened was the podcast host chris williamson so this is not chris from first man but this is chris williamson like a different uh youtuber and he's like the, the number one top podcaster in the uk or something now he posted a very long like a, a long unfiltered podcast of his conversation with someone speaking about dating dynamics red pill kind of content and i commented and i just i watched it all and i really really liked it and then they posted a highlight of that that podcast i watched the highlight just to kind of refresh in my mind of what i've just learned and that high r- highlight was just newly posted i clicked on it and then commented saying something like i can i can vouch or i can recommend the full podcast to anyone who's interested in this it was really good so wh- that's you know it, it almost seems a, a little bit audacious to say that like me saying yeah i can recommend the full the full podcast i commented that on the highlight but then of course i had maybe 300 400 500 youtube subscribers i had like the little check mark on youtube so it seems like i've got a level of credibility i posted that comment and i think he replied he liked it or whatever and then he sent me an email so chris williamson the host of the the modern wisdom podcast sent me an email saying like oh hey like you know just reaching out like i've seen your content thank you for leaving the comment on the most recent video i've seen your videos and you're doing really well like we should connect sometime so i replied back to him saying oh yeah you know we should here's my whatsapp number whatever whatever and then Willis, she saying oh yeah like let's do a podcast so suddenly very very quickly like this shit moves quick in this online space of like influencers and podcasts and everything shit moves quick man instantly like that within 24 hours of writing a a, a comment I'm literally getting ready to do a podcast with a guy who's just interviewed Jordan Peterson twice. Again, why did I get into that situation? Now, of course it takes a level of like actual social skills and networking and everything, but a huge part of this was simply just the value and the success that I already had built up anyway. If this is something that you've got to understand is if you want these opportunities, you have to like be the man yourself. You have to reach a good level of success that you can offer people A level of value that they'll actually benefit from like for example hosting you and in like a podcast an interview whatever but alongside that this is like why i've wanted to do this live stream today alongside actually having value and being successful yourself because that's come on it's it's common sense you didn't need me to come onto this live stream and tell you like oh yeah well if you want to be friends with successful people then be successful yourself that's the most important factor but then on top of that you need to know the specific social skills and networking skills which actually still which which get you to be like good and scaled in this skill of networking. Because up until just very recently, till I read this book, Never Eat Alone, my online networking skill has been quite low. So can you guess the mistake that I made with Chris Williamson, so the the host of this podcast, after we did our podcast together, I just dropped out. I literally like he, you know, he sent me a message or something. Oh, you know, it's done, and I'll be like, Oh yeah, well, you know, very nice. Like, okay, the podcast live, nice, fantastic. And then I just didn't really message him again for weeks for months. He would pop up to me He would message me saying like oh, hey, I found this article or this podcast Which you'll like that you should like he's saying this to me that I should do a video on He'd send me valuable content and i'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, thanks, bro And I just wouldn't send him anything. I wouldn't like re-give the value. I didn't I didn't water like feed the relationship and it, it potentially could have died but it didn't, essentially, because Chris just, like, carried us. His his lower back must be sore, but he deadlifts up. But his lower back must be sore from, like, carrying this friendship. Up until just literally just a couple of days ago, where... I read this book, and I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, like, you know, networking's a a very important skill. Let me, like, foster this relationship. I've been speaking to him more. We've got plans to get him onto the live stream and seeing how Sneeko handles his collaborations as well. Like, Sneeko's what I would call a super connector alongside Chris Williamson. They're super connectors, which means that they're very talented and very hardworking at the skill of networking and connecting people together. And you want to know people like these super connectors. You want to become one because these kind of guys, they have the links, so I hop on with, uh, you know, I get Sneeko's uh, phone number. He messages me like, oh, he's just been unbanned. Let's do a live stream tonight. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a big opportunity. Let's do it tonight. Boom, we do it. Then he literally messages me like, oh, like, he's going to get Tristan Tate on. A, Tristan Tate, Andrew Tate's brother. He's going to get him on a live stream tomorrow and ask me if I want to join. Chris William Williamson, the, the host of the po- Modern Wisdom podcast i mess it like we had a phone call just a few days ago and he just subtly drops that he's quite successful in real estate investing and i tell him oh shit that's something that i want to get into and he's like, oh yeah let's have like a one hour phone call and he'll walk me through it he asked me what i'm doing recently and i tell him i'm writing a book an hour later he messages me like oh by the way do you have a publisher for your book I'll connect you with one. This is what high-level people do. This is like the conversations that high-level people have, man. It's fucking nice. I was explaining this to Anastasia. Like, I was showing her some of the messages. I was saying, like, this is how fucking high-level people actually speak to each other. It's literally like you ask the other person what they're interested in what their goals are and then you literally just keep thinking to yourself how can i serve them value how can i help them how can i connect them with someone else that i know i've just gotten do you guys know ali abdul the productivity youtuber i've just gotten his phone number i literally just emailed him it's as simple as that bro i literally just emailed him just saying like oh yo bro like i'm gonna move to your city soon and i'm gonna like we should do a workout together and he's like, oh yeah he'd love to here's my um his phone number and he wants me to like go on to his podcast and stuff i got his, his number and as soon as I'm like done with this live stream or something. I'm going to try and connect Ali Abdul with Chris Williamson. I'm gonna start doing this shit. I want to be like a connector too. Now I'm gonna connect guys that I know to each other, and that's gonna see like that's gonna be me leveling up my networking skill. This is, bro. I, I finally have have realized. Like it's taken me a while, but I finally realized like this is how high level people collaborate and actually speak to each other. They don't just like speak to each other about mindless fucking entertainment and like p- of, of uh, news and publicity and all this. Shit. Oh, did you see what happened with Andrew Tate? Like they don't speak to each other like this. They literally like connect each other to their goals. They they ask you what your goals are. They keep it in mind and then automatically they'll just come back to you and say like, oh, I, I found something that can help you with your goals. Almost with this subtle unspoken agreement that if someone provides you value like this, hopefully you will do it to them too. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part—they're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns on your next order. That's quince.com/upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.